Hi guys, it's your girl Jelaya Nicole, and you're tuned in to Whoa Mama. Here on Whoa Mama, we discuss plenty of topics. We'll discuss things from just being a plain woman, just womanhood in general. We'll discuss wifehood, motherhood, careers, and ministry. There's so many topics to cover in so little time. So stay tuned for many conversations that include great women, as well as sometimes just some tips and tricks and other times that motivation you need just to keep on going. So thank you for staying tuned. We love you here and we say thank you from the Woe Mama team. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Woe Mama. This morning, we are going to discuss the pedestal. Yes, if you don't know what I mean, let me give just a little blurb here. We're going to talk about those expectations and disappointments that we uh, tend to run into in life after we've put someone on a pedestal or after we've even put ourselves on one. So stay tuned to hear more about that. Hey, guys, it is now September. Fall is on the horizon, yet it's still hot. It's that last part of summer where it burns you up and then all of a sudden the coolness takes over. I can't wait um, in a few weeks when that happens. If you don't know, fall is my favorite time of year. I love the colors. I love the smells. I love the feels. I just love the events. All of it. Oh, I just see orange and red and greens in my brain. Okay. And so I got great makeup inspiration when the fall time comes. But on today's topic, we're going to be talking about the pedestal. It seems as though this conversation just keeps coming up this week. Um, actually, these past few weeks, quite frankly. And I do want to apologize, guys. This is the past two weeks prior to this um, this episode. Life got way out of hand and I just did not have time. But I'm so happy that I got that little break. Um, the Lord really blessed me in a particular way. I was able to travel and support a girlfriend in Washington to birth an empowerment movement that she's had inside forever and a day. And she finally got to release it. And the women were receptive to it. So it was just wonderful to witness. But I was more honored to be a part of it, to feel that um, she really wanted me there and that we got to do this thing together. So thank you, thank you guys for bearing with me in this time. So back to the topic at hand, the pedestal. What I really wanted to talk about is the fact that I, I would say we as wives, but just us as human beings, we tend to think highly of people and that is an awesome thing but what happens is as we think highly of them what we do is we elevate them in our mind and we actually put them closer to God than they really need to be because quite frankly they're a peer even if they're your husband they're your peer if they're your parent they're your peer if they're your friend of course they're your peer and at the end of the day in the Bible all of God's children. We are all God's children. So we are neighbors. We're to love our neighbors a particular way. And that particular way is as if we will want to love ourselves. So you love your neighbor as you love yourself. But I'm going to speak from the aspect of a wife because this is this is my particular struggle that I had when I first got into my marriage. Me being so young when I got married, I got married in about 2021. And 
We're on our 12th year now, so I've learned just a bit. So in the beginning of our marriage, I really had high expectations for one, our marriage, but two, particularly, I had high expectations for him to deliver, to be present, to provide, um, and not just provide finances. I'm talking about the emotional part, the emotional support I expected from him. The It's just so many things I expected from him. And in all of those expectations, I elevated him on this pedestal where I was never happy because I was consistently disappointed. And particularly, so me being a stay-at-home mom, my expectations for him as soon as he walked in the door was to get the kids so I can have a break. I never thought about the fact that he just had to commute uh, two hours to work, work, two hours back home through traffic. And we lived in Atlanta at the time. So if you if you live there, you know that beast that I'm speaking of. So that commuting and then come right back in and for him to help me with the children. Is it unreal to expect him to be a parent when he gets home? No, but it was unreal for me to expect that he had the capacity and the desire to come in into the chaos that was called the home life. Um, by no means am I giving anybody an excuse as to not to be a parent. So I hope you guys can hear what I'm truly saying here. It's just the fact that I expected him to be my Superman. And every time he was not adding up to Superman, I lost respect for him. I lost um, compassion. I think that was the biggest thing because as I was losing my compassion, my respect for him dwindled and the expectations just kept building because then I expected him to fix everything. So you guys, I mucked it up. I had, I had so many things in my mind that were driving these things that one, he may not have known or he was getting the brunt of it, but he couldn't understand why I was even thinking this. And guys, this goes back to that thing that we spoke about um, in the beginning when this podcast first started with my sister-in-law. We're talking about culture. We're talking about our desires and expectations and that fairy tale life that you've put together in your mind as a young lady before you become the married lady. And before you really realize that, oh, I may have had some really confusing and conflicting thoughts, but I didn't even know that they were contradictory um, prior to marriage. Like, I really had to take inventory. So there was a day. That he was like, I'm not ever going to make you happy. And I was like, you right. (laughs) And it was such a bad argument. But when he said that, it was the truest thing ever. And it wasn't because he didn't want to make me happy. It's because I would not even allow him to make me happy because of the expectations and the parameters that I put on him. And so there's this point in our marriage that we talk to people about. We talk to people about our breakup within our marriage. We broke up with each other. We literally looked at each other and was like, I can't, I can't put you first anymore. I can't put you on this pedestal that I put you on anymore. And what happened is when we broke up with each other, we began to date God and we began to consult God and we began to put those expectations on God because God is the one who will provide those things that we lack because we will always be disappointed in man. Men and women, you will be disappointed in your partners. But the sooner that we have the realization that they can't provide what God provides, but what they can provide is what he's endowed them with, we'll be a lot happier. (laughs) Quite frankly, and that is such a true statement, and I know that for my own self. So coming to the realization that God's going to be the one that fills the void because you guys know, I had, you know, father issues. I don't know who my real father is. I don't have a name. I don't have a face. I have nothing. Um, and I grew up in a home with a stepfather who sexually molested me. And 
I never had a true identity of a real father. And so when I got into my marriage, I took brokenness, sadness, and hopefulness in a in a really wrong way into my marriage and put it on my husband. And I gave him an impossible task to be my husband. But there was a moment in there that God redeemed us and he helped me to realize that you, Jalea, my daughter, I love you. You doing this man dirty. <laughs> and so when my husband yelled that one day, it really rang. And then he was shocked and astonished when I came to him. I was like, I got to break up with you. I can't keep putting you first. I can't keep expecting you to do this and expecting you to do that because you can't. He was a little salty because what I pointed out is what he can't do. But he didn't understand that in me telling him what he can't do. I was telling him what God could do. It took him a moment. He realized that he sat back and he had to do the same thing. So guys, when I tell you that we broke up within our marriage, it was the beginning of our newness in Christ for our relationship. Guys, please forgive me. The people are doing the landscaping right now. They just came out of nowhere. So with that being said, as we grow in our own relationship with Christ, we are able to extend grace. We're able to extend compassion. And our respect for the person grows because we start to understand that they are human just like us. We get that realization that they're no more perfect than we are. That yes, they may have better skills at something. They may be, you know, you know, have a capacity to do one thing more than we can. But <clears throat> sorry, that does not negate the fact that they are human. We should love them as they are, just as they are doing the same for us. And when I realized that my husband was way more patient with me and he was way more kind to me in my brokenness, I really had to step back and be like, oh, my God, he does not deserve this. Nobody deserves this. He's trying to do his best with me and I'm giving him the cold shoulder and I'm cutting him off and I'm I'm not allowing him the same opportunity he gives me. You guys, I really am blessed to have such a very patient husband. Definitely, definitely a godsend because your girl was jacked, okay? So what I want to leave here with is take some inventory. Look at your relationships and, and look at your disappointments and see if it's something that you've placed on yourself. Yes, what they did, they may have hurt you, but should it result in that level of disappointment where you lack compassion and grace and respect for somebody? So, hey, let's get rid of these pedestals. We could just all throw them in the ocean. You can burn them. You can have the people come pick them up for recycling because I don't know what your pedestal is made of. Uh, mine has been burnt. Mine was wooden. It had a really nice cushion. It went up in flames real quick. I got rid of that thing. So get rid of the pedestals and start looking at the person, the people in your life eye to eye. They are right there with you. So I love you guys. Thank you for staying tuned. We will talk on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We ask that you please share the podcast with a girlfriend or a guy friend that may really need to hear this. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Womama Podcast, and you can email us any topics or discussions that you want us to talk about here on Womama at WomamaPodcast at gmail.com. If you need this information, it will be in the story information.